Yo yo, welcome back to Shoot the Ship podcast with your new captain. English Peter. Hope you guys are all keeping well at least better than the previous captains that is. This is episode 10 our first double digits. Woot woot. Yeet fame. Today I introduce a very special guest. Chloe Lau, she's the best. Let's roll the intro. Yeah, what up buddy? What's up? Welcome back to Shoot the Ship Podcast. No, we're not starting like that. We're going to start like, Yo, welcome <laughs> back to Shoot the Ship. Shout out to Kelvin. Free rent and everything else. I wish we could talk about stuff like this. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Guys, Am I right or wrong? <laughs> Justice Iguinze, Iguinze. Justice Iguana today. <laughs> Shout out Kelvin. And now I play for uh, who might not tell the difference if I mess up or not. Oh, not a thing wrong with what you just said, and God bless you for claiming that right. Welcome back to Shoot the Ship with your captains, Dilshan and Mo. Shout out to Calvin. Shout out Calvin. Hey! Welcome back, everybody. Hello, hello. To Shoot the Shit Podcasts. I'm Dilly. No, let me host. No, get out of here. Let's here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it's Big Mo. <clears throat> Episode 10. And, we, and Peter introduced our guest, the one and only Chloe. <laughs> Chloe Lau. Yes. <laughs> English Peter. <laughs> he did not even the coordinate that at all. <laughs> uh, English Peter sucks. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Peter Peter said it better. Yeah, yeah. So why don't why don't we give uh, our our guests a real proper a real proper introduction? Uh, yes. You know, you know the usual the usual that we gotta do. You know. Uh, gotta give her the special treatment. All right. Uh, hello, hello. Yeah, come on, more claps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, even more claps. Chloe. Say hello, Chloe. Oh gosh, is this the? Is that the Alberta anthem? What? Do you not know your own national anthem? I do not know that. Justice. I mean, justice. Justice knew his anthem. Chloe, you gotta know I mean, your own anthem. I didn't even know provinces had anthems. <laughs> Yo, Doshe, we know our uh, Ontario anthem very well, don't we? Of course, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Definitely. Is it Drake? <laughs> no, it's... it's. Well, it was a Drake song, but it's all about the trillium. The white... It's the trillium flower. and the, the beaver. <laughs> the beaver. <laughs> <laughs> That's all of Canada. Yeah, have you guys ever actually seen the beaver live? I think so. At like the Montreal Biodome, probably. I mean, like in the wild. In the wild, no. Yeah. It's, it's not every day I just go out in the wild. <laughs> Especially in quarantine. <Cortina. laughs> yeah. I, I, I've seen like beaver dams and stuff, but never the beaver itself. I've had beaver tail. <laughs> oh, you're disgusting. Yeah. Not flat, but you have beaver tails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. What's up, everybody? None of your bees wait. How's it going, Chloe? It's going good. Surviving. Yeah. Surviving. Yes. 
sounds like you've been going through some hardship. Oh, you know that anatomy. That's always, always a big thing. Yeah. So for Becca, we had a, this thing called a bell ringer. I don't know why I always explain this stuff. Our listeners are like all med students anyways, but... What are you talking about, man? We got people from Australia, bro. True, 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 true. They could be med students too. Actually, Australia yeah. dropped off. <laughs> yeah, so bell ringer is just uh, our test for anatomy. Usually it's like 90 seconds per station, but this time because of the the COVID stuff, is just like a regular test mm-hmm. online, and we always study a lot for it and put everything else to the side, including our health and that, happiness that yeah. that sounds so morbid <laughs> you know what it's true you just gotta do it. we all do it for a little bit of period of time and we just kind of you know uh i can't think today oh my god i already started off like this <laughs> but it's, down. We, we it's, been, it's been a rough start in general oh my yeah. god yeah, I have such a headache. Like, it's ridiculous. I've been having a headache where it's just, like, continuous, and I've lost all motivation to do anything and everything. Yeah. I think it's from just, like, staring at screens all the time. Like, I'm doing school on the laptop, and then I go watch Netflix on my laptop to take a break, and yeah. then to read the news on my phone. So, my, And then sometimes I'm like, hmm, I feel like I'm getting a little bit cross-eyed. Maybe I should, like, not look at screens for a while. Yeah. And then we talk to our friends on the screens as well. Yeah. Do this podcast on on Zoom. On Zoom. Yeah, or on Zoom. And there was like even like those like mandatory things like we had the mandatory um, uh, ice HC today. That stuff drained me so hard on Zoom. Like it's like all those awkward long pauses of no nobody saying a thing, <laughs> and you're all just sitting there like. <laughs> I, I try to talk to fill the silence sometimes. Is not fill the silence, but like if no one's saying anything, like when the tutor just asked the question, I, I try to just say something to get my get my piece across and then open the floor up. I guess. Yeah. You also have to kind of like you have to watch yourself so you don't so you look like professional. Like you're. I'm always like trying to like make sure I look like I'm really listening. Yep. <laughs> but you know, sometimes it's so hard. You just like zone out. <laughs> Sometimes, like, just, like, popping in my head, like, I hear a thing and someone says, right? And I go, like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, the classic head nod. <laughs> yeah, t- tilted slightly to the right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you gotta use the eyebrows, too. Yeah, yeah. You have to, like, be like, oh, hmm. very interested. Sometimes I'll, like, lean in <laughs> closer to the screen yeah. just to be like, oh, sh- I'm, I'm focusing in on what you're saying right now. Yeah. That's what I do to the exam soft, uh proctor too when i'm trying to understand the question <laughs> i get real close to the camera so that's yep. all we're seeing that's true oh yeah the anatomy the amount of times i think i got like super close to the camera like you guys can see me it's just like, <laughs> like what's was... that cell and i'm like Ooh. <laughs> yeah i was like jamming a little bit too during anatomy like kind of like little whisper singing sort of thing Oh. And I realized, oh, it's true, I'm being proctored. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like saying the most obscene music too, like Colt 45 and two zigzags. There's, there's people fully like cursing at the camera though. I should be fine with like a little, little oh, yeah. tune. Well, they're probably mm-hmm. laughing at I'm that. I'm sure. If anybody's even watching <laughs> it, they're probably laughing. Honestly, it'd be hilarious to proctor these exams. Who's watching these clips though? Like, I one hour like- times 200 
so on students. Yeah. They're not watching all of it though. I think they only watch like the the videos that get flagged for I don't know, like they have some kind of AI thing oh, that's cheating and they'll like flag you and then somebody will actually watch the video and see like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many get flagged because I feel like you could get flagged for really like simple stuff. Right? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like I thought if I made any noise, like any audio, then I would just get flagged. So, yeah. but yeah. I mean I'm on, on my first exam, I think I've been like, no, I had to pop, like, my neighbor decided to start exercising. <laughs> like, as soon as it's the exam started, it was, like, burpees or something. Whole, yeah, it's so sus that we could, like, get up and, like, take a bathroom break. Yeah. I got up, got my headphones. <laughs> like, everyone just, just goes at the same time, like, checks your premium and <laughs> comes back for the, to oh. the anatomy. No, <laughs> no, no. Yo, let me just say that later, sir. This guy just said he just went into the washroom to check his gooch. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, you know what I mean, though? Like, you can just, like, go and, like, investigate, like, whatever you're trying to label and go back in. Oh, Within yeah. reason. You can't you can't look at your, like, blood supply and stuff. So. All right. I'm going to let you self-incriminate. <laughs> Stop it. Chloe, uh, we, we're, we're clean. Our we VP ad right there. Oh my god. <laughs> I need oh. to get some ed- education after oh. that. So, actually, for you guys that don't know Chloe, uh, Chloe is one of our uh, friends back at med school. At Tor- Let's not say names. Uh, <laughs> We've been saying names already. I know, we would say forever. <laughs> but yeah, she's one of our friends at med school. Um, she is uh, great. She's fantastic. She's just super cute. She's a bundle of like I just want to pinch her cheeks all the time. Look at, yes. look at her smile. It. <laughs> um, yeah, one of those one of those people you always feel like. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. Like genuinely oh happy. Like like, like like a warm happy presence. Yeah, not like English Peter who is just annoying. <laughs> you know, English Peter, like how are you gonna just come on the show and? Steal the spotlight. Like I don't that. know, man. You know, English English Peter's garbage. English Peter. He's good. Why is he just like we we know your English already, dude? Why did he name himself English us? Peter? Why you showing off? Flexing that accent. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, yeah. No, but Chloe, why don't why don't you tell us a little something about yourself that people don't know about? That people don't know about. Yes. Well, I think, well, my go-to one, the one that I use, like, every time we're in, like, a new small group session at school, and they're like, everyone say, like, your name, where you're from, and, like, one unique thing about yourself. I always have a go-to one ever since university is because, like, I played Quidditch for all four years of my undergrad, and Ooh. I feel like not many people do that, so that's my, maybe my one thing. Word. Yeah, saying she went to Hogwarts, eh? Yeah. Oh, how, how how do you actually play Quidditch? Because like, I, see, I never read Harry Potter, I never watched Harry Potter, but the one thing I know is they fly on broomsticks. Yes. So we do this great thing where we run with broomsticks in between our legs. It's so great, and it does. Nobody ever gets hurt at all. <laughs> it sounds so painful. I've never tackled someone and snapped a broomstick in half. No. <laughs> oh my Not God. what I'm saying at all. Wow. Yeah, we're seeing the seeing a different side already. The <laughs> aggressive, I'm scared aggressive of Chloe. Chloe. I'm scared of Chloe. 
Oh, we're not we're not bringing any broomsticks around you. Yeah. All right. All Imagine right. a collision of me and Chloe playing this game. <laughs> there are videos. <laughs> there are videos. There are videos. Yeah, there's actually. I'm actually in like a referee training video because when you're Ooh. at was it nationals? At nationals, I got tackled so hard that my head smacked the ground. And so there was like, technically, it wasn't an illegal tackle, and that's why it's used as a training video. (laughs) Wait, you can tackle, like, you can legitimately tackle, like, it's part of the sport? It's full contact, yeah, full contact co ed, yeah. Full contact co ed with brutes. Yes. It's a disaster. This is insanity. No one's ever yeah. gotten like a groin injury ever. <laughs> right <at the> <laughs> tackling other people. What about like, like splinters or, or like from the wood? I, I don't know. So like <clears throat> we used to have the real wooden broomsticks, like the kind of replicas from the movie. And those are real wood. I think you could get splinters. We stopped using them because, though because they would snap. And then you would have, like, we call them our shank brooms. Like, it would have a really sharp end. Oh, my God. That would be really dangerous. So a lot more people have, like, transitioned to using PVC pipes and stuff with, like, caps on the end. But when the caps come off, they're kind of also, like, a little stabby, too. So it's it's a whole thing. Yeah. So I'm very curious now. Can you walk us through, like, your injuries that you've accrued over your footage days? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, all right. Let's see. I mean, like, the first year I didn't get injured too much because I was, like, an alternate for our, like, B team. So I didn't even get to play that much. I was just, like, watching. And I was like, go team. Um, <laughs> but later when I, like, started to, like, develop more skills and I was able to play more, I think first one I got was, like, I was tr- doing some kind of training exercise with one of the other t- members of our team who is a rookie and he like was a football player so he had like a lot more muscle than me I don't know about you but like I don't know I can I can lift a lot but he was really big um and we were trying to do this exercise where you're trying to catch the snitch and so basically you have to like tap the spot in like someone's lower back because that's where you would usually grab like the, the velcro thing that counts as a snitch catch and mm-hmm. so we smacked our wrists together. And I don't, Oof. like, my wrist is very weak and small. And so that, I still have that kind of, like, it's very creaky. But um, that hurt a lot. We, like, collided and, like, a sort of bit. But clearly my wrist bent a little more than his. Um, oh, man. That was the first one. Right. Um, yeah. Then in my third year, I got a concussion in the first practice of the year. So that wasn't like super great for the rookies' confidence when they saw me go down and have to go to the hospital. Um, and oh wait, no, before that, that was actually the one I got like when I got smacked at nationals when I got tackled at nationals, and that was like a like a mini concussion maybe, and then like then I got a real one, and then I had to sit out for like most of the year, um, and then when I went back in, someone on another team, I won't say which university, but. Um, <laughs> They threw a ball at me. It's a bludger. It's like what you use to stop players from being in the play. Um, and they threw it at my head from like a meter away. Oh so my gosh. that also, I don't, I don't think I got like a full on like concussion from that, but like it definitely rung the old brain around a little bit. Wait, like um, they just whip it at you? Like, yeah. Just like indiscriminate? Yeah. Like they just wanted to hurt you? Like what's going on? No, it was, like, to stop me from, like, playing defense. But, like, it was, I would say, a little unnecessary to 
hit me from like that hard from like one meter away. Like you could just do a little like boop. Um, the ball has to leave your hand, but like yeah. you ain't got like, you don't got to like, <laughs> whip it. <laughs> For context, uh, in Harry Potter, like when they're flying the broomsticks, they're kind of used as like a to kind of get the the defense like out of the way. Like you just hit them with mm-hmm. the ball, and then mm-hmm. I think wow. like they could fall off their brooms, or like, they could just like. Yeah, I don't know. Be out of commission, basically. That, yeah, like wow. that's how. Yeah, that's how I guess it works in like the Harry Potter universe. But like for us, the reason we do that, like if you get hit with a bludger, you have to run back to your own set of hoops. So like you're running back, so you're kind of taken out of the play when you're on offense. Oh, I see. If you're on defense, you're right by your own broom, so you can just touch it and go back in. But yeah. So and I think that's crazy. That was probably the last one I had. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. So you've been through the ringer. A little bit. I actually got off quite easy compared to a lot of my team. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I just gotta got play this in the back while we <laughs> <laughs> Chloe after she gets her concussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that reminds me of like the harmonica cover of the Jurassic Park theme song. If you look that up on YouTube, it's the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. I love all these covers of songs, that, like with the recorders and the harmonicas and stuff. They're so funny. Uh, the harmonica or recorder for, for Jurassic Park? Uh, I think it's harmonica. Yeah, let me see this here. But, oh my god, the, the recorder just brings me back to like elementary when it was compulsory for everyone to learn the recorder. You mean this here? It is, yeah. <laughs> so garbage. <laughs> I love it. This <laughs> is so bad. I think you should add it to your soundboard. Oh, oh. <laughs> 21st Century Fox one too is also hilarious. Oh, I gotta stop. This is destroying people's ears. <laughs> Yo, actually, yeah, yeah. Remember grade six? Hot cross buns. So garbage. I remember learning like the my heart will go on. Like I was really into it for some reason. My heart will go on on recorder, and I'd play it, and my dog would sing. Oh, what? You really did go to Hogwarts? Well, this is singing dog. Well, like how? Oh, like to the tune. Yeah. Oh. Well, not to the t- like, just randomly. Oh, I see. I see. Yo, I- I'm gonna show you guys a, a, a live rendition or a rendition of a recorded Chloe's uh, uh, recorder with my heart will go on. Why don't we give it a shot? This should be the outro, honestly, for today's episode. <laughs> Yo, we yeah. It's perfect because we're on a ship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, but the ship's oh. not gonna sink. Hey, with we took off English Peter, this ship's gonna keep sailing. <laughs> yeah, so Quidditch, uh, you got injured a few times, but you're still doing okay. Got into med school, so the brain can't be that damaged. Uh, Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> You find out down the road, Chloe. You find out down the road. Yeah. <laughs> are you, ha- are uh, you having any signs of forgetfulness today? Oh, yeah. 
be on any exam ever. I'm just like, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> no. There you go. That's already assigned number one. So I'm curious. Uh, so Chloe's one of my first friends that I made in med. One of the best ones, I'd say. Aww. And what? I've said one of. <laughs> I'm curious, like what, like what your perspective was, like you know how you met both of us and like first impressions and stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Dilshan. I met Dilshan first. I'm pretty sure I met Mo through Dilshan. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dilshan, we met the day of what was it? Like the what's it called? Like orientation Olympics or something? Where we're making those signs mm-hmm. for each yep. academy. And I totally come like late and got lost because I thought, you know, that heart house circle was the yep. same as the King's College circle because <laughs> they're both circles. And I was literally walking around in circles till I got there. And then I was just like talking to random people, I think. And then um, basically everyone I had met in O week up to that point, like everyone would like socialize and like quickly move on and like socialize with another person and like try and like get to know everyone. But like, we were like sharing contact information, so I couldn't find anyone after. <laughs> um, and so after we talked for a while, we should like go in for some like another orientation thing. The so bank the stuff. Outside. Yeah, the, yeah, the bank <laughs> stuff. Um, and you were like, oh yeah, like we need to exchange like numbers or like Facebook or something. And I was like, yes, you're the first one who's been like responsible enough to be like, yeah, let's like make sure we can find each other later. <laughs> so like that's how we met. And um, and then we just kept in touch and Dilshan was very sweet. And like, you always like texted me like to make sure I was like home okay or like be like, oh, are you going to like this event? So it was really nice. Um, just like actually talk to people. Um, that, and then keep in touch from a week because a lot of the time I would just like talk to someone we have a really good conversation for like five minutes and then we'd be like oh okay we're different groups bye <laughs> um, yeah but uh and then I met Mo I'm pretty sure like the first time we met properly was at Dilshan's birthday yeah yeah and then you were there with like a couple other friends you guys were gonna go to um the Maddie because it was almost W um and then you like joined our board games because you're like super into it yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It was uh, it was gonna be the birthday and then head off, but yeah. then yep. we ended up doing oh. the the board games there. But I also knew you from the CN Tower because you were like tearing up the dance floor. Yeah, but <laughs> that's yeah. my mission to be everybody's first impression via dancing. Yeah. Yep. Or sweating. Hello, hello. That's just for you. I don't think so. Oh, he stop. saved it just for you, Dilshan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saved the most intimate secret there for you. <laughs> That's not much of a secret, dude. <laughs> not at all. I lay it all to bear, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know what your first impression of me was. I think we have the both the the same the same the, <laughs> the, the, the same. Woo, that's so hard to say. <laughs> the, woo! Yeah, you're a piece of shit. All right, let me tell you. Tell you okay, the first <laughs> same. <laughs> some of the same injuries I do. <laughs> God, this is hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> The first same thought. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna fail so hard in clerkship with this. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you me and Dilshan had the same first thought, and it's probably two words. Iridocyclitis. I, I know what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, you wanna say it? Yep. Yeah. Black lipstick. Black lipstick, <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
So yeah, I have I, don't, I have very similar memories, Chloe. Like so, before I went up to you, I was kind of like making my rounds around where pe- like people were making the banners, and like I knew Mo already, so I was like, "Yo, what's up?" And like he was kind of with the Fitz people, and then I was trying to introduce myself here and there to people, and it was always like a, oh, "Hey, how's it going? I'm Dilshan. Oh, I'm so and so. Which like which academy?" And it kind of fizzled out. I'm like, "All right, next person." <laughs> and then rinse and repeat, and then. I got the Chloe, I'm like, oh, black lipstick, that's cool. And then said hi, and then you're the person who, like, actually, like, talked for more than two minutes. <laughs> oh, was everyone else, it was a very small talk, but I think we had, like, an actual conversation. And uh, I think very, I don't know if you told me that day or, not, or another day, but about your, like, med school, like, existential crisis. Oh, I think it was the same. I maybe I overshare now that I'm reflecting on it. <laughs> Hold up! Why don't you overshare with me and uh, everyone else listening here? What is, what is this uh, existential crisis? Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So basically, I never like was one of the people who were like, yeah, like I know I want to be like in med school, mm-hmm. or like I want to like shoot for that. So, like, throughout my undergrad, I was just, like, kind of, like, eh, will I, won't I? But, like, I don't really want to, like, get into all of that, you know, like, you know, all the requirements and, you know, what you should do to get ready and stuff like that. So, I, like, never really thought about it as, a, like, a viable option. And, like, third year, I kind of, like, played around with it. And I was, like, okay, maybe, like, I was, like, kind of panicking a little bit because it was third year. And I was, like, okay, I'll look into it. And then I opened up all these, like, documents that they have for, like, you know, what to do to get in. What do you need? Like, requirements. What do each school look for? Like, how to be successful and, like, how many people get in. And, like, immediately closed all those tabs and was, like, no, absolutely not. Um, what did you feel like? And then in- did yeah. it feel like overwhelming or something? Like, what was that? Like, oh, what yeah. made you want like, to close was, it? Oh, no. I was like, that's too much. Because I, like, I don't, like, no one in my <coughs> family really is, like, a physician. At that point, when I was in undergrad, this is, like, really, I don't know. Now that I'm in medical, then I'm like, hmm, maybe I should have gone to the doctor a little more. But I hadn't been to the doctor in about, like, <laughs> six years. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. oh, no, what do doctors do? Um, and then, yeah, so I was just like, this is no no bueno no no thank you I cannot do this (laughs) um and then so I just like put that away and then fourth year I was like graduating and I was like oh maybe I should figure out what to do with my life after I graduate and I was like having an existential crisis about like what I should do with my life and like I was like oh no I've done nothing and I have to like do find a career like what do I do what do I do with a neuroscience background um and then I looked into med again because I was like oh man like this kind of really does align with all my interests and like what I like to do and like what I could see as something like I could do for a long time and then I was like okay I'm gonna do it and I signed up for the MCAT and I was like what like okay so like a month or and a half a month is good to study for that right um what even is this test I don't know how long it is or anything and then I I um panic booked an MCAT date so about like a month away a month and month and a half away and I was like all right so now that we've booked it and like there wasn't like a lot of availability at that point uh, so I just, like, went with what I could get in Canada or, like, in, I think I was planning to write it 
in BC because I was moving there. Um, and then I started being like, okay, now we have to find out what this test is <laughs> and went online and discovered that you need more than a month to study for it, maybe. Um, especially since like I was quite specialized and not so, um, not so great with like some of that basic, basic stuff, like more general basic stuff that's tested on the MCAT, mm-hmm. especially physics. Um, yeah. And so I was like, oh, no, what have I done? I have royally screwed up. So I just told my mom and, you know, like, I'm really close with my mom. So I'm just like, mom, I did something really bad. Um, and she was like, okay. She's like a really good problem solver. Like, she's a fixer. Hmm. So she, she like, helped me get my refund and stuff so that I could, like, rebook. And I had to rebook it in Portland, Oregon. Wait, <laughs> what? Dates. Shout out to Portland. Shout out to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean like a human disaster in the fourth year so um yeah I ended up that summer like I moved to BC I started working at or like I was volunteering at BC and then I was working at UBC camps playing uh teaching Quidditch um and also studying for the MCAT at the same time um and then I wrote the MCAT August 18th 2018 and then I like started my applications like a week later that we're all due in September, October. It's oh, a disaster. Um, but yeah, and then I made it. So that's all right. Everything went okay. So it is possible. Mm-hmm. But I remember what you said to me. You were like, that is a very efficient journey. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we talked about it a few times, actually. I remember also like <laughs> on the bus, we were talking about it too, to the um, camping trip. Oh yeah, yeah. I was sitting with you and Neha. Yeah. Oh. Um, That's a bonding bus, eh? Yeah. It, it really was. It really was. I think a lot of friendships were like, like really developed in that bus. Like in terms of you're sitting there for like an hour and a half just like, chatting. Chatting with people that everyone nobody knows anybody except for maybe you yeah. and Neha at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to say yeah. that all the power to you on that one because like stressful as that is you were fortunate to have the option to be able like fortune and like obviously hard work and all that that you definitely yeah. put into it right uh so congrats on that um congrats i'll say this you're definitely not alone on that like i, I had that very very similar existential crisis in my third and fourth year too now <clears throat> Did your parents, like, how did you even think of medicine in the first place? Like, was it parents or just own interest? Like, what what happened? I think it was, like, so neither of my parents are physicians or, like, in healthcare or anything. They're very far from, like, healthcare. They're mostly, like, on my med journey. They're like, you're doing great, sweetie. Um, (laughs) So it's, like, yeah, they're just, like, happy that I'm happy for the most part. Like, um... One thing, like, I say about my parents all the time is, like, they're very, like, supportive, especially, like, my mom, too. Like, when, you know, like, when I had, like, my concussions and stuff and, like, I was not having the best time in school, right? Because it's kind of hard when they're, like, don't look at any screens, don't read any books, don't lift anything more than five pounds, don't, like, do this. Basically, you can do nothing while you recover. Like, you get behind, right? And it's, like, not the most fun thing to recover from a concussion. So, like, it wasn't the the best time and then like my mom would always like check in and be like do you want to like 
drop out and like just take a year off if you can't like handle it right now. And like, I think that's just like, you know, traditionally, I don't think like some parents would be like as supportive and like would want you to drop out of school like entirely. And I think that like it really meant a lot that my parents were like, if you need this, then you can do it and we support you. So that was great. And like, they've never like pushed me into anything um, career wise. And so like me wanting to go into medicine, I think that like really affirmed that it was like something that I wanted to do. And like another thing that kind of affirmed that was that I had been so against going into medicine because I just didn't want to deal with like all the stress that comes with applying and like doing all that stuff that like I was like if I'm really like willing to put myself through that then like I think that it's something that I really want to do and Mm -hmm. I think that's how I kind of like settled on it even after like I got in I was like having a crisis where I was like am I going to be able to handle it like what am I doing like but now that I'm in it I'm like yeah like this was I trusted my gut and I think that was like a good thing oh yeah what about you guys? I want to hear more about you guys too. I'm, I'm giving a I feel big like I'm top. talking way too much. No, you're, the, you're the guest. You get, no. you gotta... <laughs> For our listeners, no, I'm giving uh, a big fist. That's awesome, that's awesome though. Like, I, th- I think in you may, might remember from the Andrew episode, we were, I was kind of talking about how I took a faith, took a leap of faith in my master's program mm-hmm. after not getting any interviews for med. I was like, oh, education and healthcare, sure, yeah, let's do it. If you want to hear more of the, the story, check out the intro episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I ended up loving it and it changed my whole perspective on medicine and my whole, uh, I just changed, changed everything for me really, like opened up career options and connections and things like that. And I think it it shows like in both of our cases, like it's sometimes important just to take a chance and see where it takes you. Now, now, in your case, like, did you know you wanted to do med before, Dilly? Like, was that yeah, a thing um, in plan? Yeah, like? yeah. I knew for I knew for a while. I think yeah. part of it, I think, was kind of like the typical oh, biology, yeah, yeah well, I, healthcare, <laughs> medicine, but like more so is kind of the mental health stuff. That I, I can't remember if I talked about it with you guys or not, but uh, having people in my life go through like struggles with mental health and not have access to getting help and like all the stigma around it and I wanted to be uh, involved in I guess helping with that in some kind of way Hmm. and my thought was like oh if I'm if I'm a doctor I can do that on like an individual basis at least Mm -hmm. and then through my master's I was like oh I could do this at like a higher level I can help like educate the next generation of doctors coming through like you know, designing like, the curriculum design and those types of things mm-hmm. uh, getting involved with like sort of higher level decisions as well so that's this kind of a TLDR of my my journey and you used to become a teacher down the road 100% I did a bit of teaching for yeah. a semester in my undergrad <clears throat> before coming to med actually yeah. just a little bit just a tad what? <laughs> just a tad? It's literally like like one one term. Oh. Is it like, the, yeah. like a real class teaching or like TA or like? No, like my name is like on the portal as like Ooh. the instructor of the thing. Ooh. Professor yeah. Dilshan. Yeah, but it wasn't like lecturing. It wasn't like a prof kind of role in that way. It was more so like 
facilitating like individualized learning or like self-directed learning and yeah this is a cool course it's called the science of fictional characters Ooh. yeah so basically you get in groups and you can sort of pick like a fictional universe or you pick a character of some kind and then you you learn about science but use that character or universe as sort of like a vessel for it so for example uh, back when I took the course in my fourth year of undergrad, my group did The Flash. So we learned about, like, so he runs really fast, right? So we looked at like, the biomechanics of like running and sprinting and sort of the energy requirements for that, how much um, how much food you need to eat in order to have enough energy to run at his, like, velocity. Uh, sort of the effects psychologically of, like, running, like, so fast. Uh, he throws electricity, too, so we looked at like electric eel physiology and sort of like you see what i mean it's kind of like mm-hmm. using that character as like a like a like a vessel to learn like scientific concepts like how to go about like a thought process yeah it's it's you're kind of learning how to think in a different way and like <clears throat> i i find a kind of similar type of thinking as medicine almost because you're coming in like let's say you had like the flash coming in like uh, obviously it's not possible we had the flash coming in for like a doctor's visit mm-hmm. and he's like you know, doc like i can't stop like like eating i'm very very hungry and then like obviously for him he has a really high like metabolic demand and like you know we we learned about like thyroid stuff and like it's, it's a similar type of thing you see some like weird scenario in front of you with the patient and then you kind of figure out the puzzle and like test out your hypotheses and make assumptions sometimes and sometimes the assumptions hold up and you get like an interesting like take on a situation or uh, but other times it might be too big an assumption you have to go back and revise your hypothesis so like that sort of thought process is kind of like what that course is about that sounds cool do you ever use it to teach use what do you use it to teach because i feel like that'd be like good for kids right yeah um so i like that's that's pretty much what what that course was, but I haven't used it beyond that. But like I was I was sort of facilitating that course. So my role as an instructor in that case was to sort of uh, ask questions and like mark things and um, give them feedback on their on their like hypotheses and assumptions and things, and then they go back and revise and like go through literature and uh, come up with new things. And by the end of the term, they had like this really in depth multidisciplinary analysis of a character universe and we did a little poster day and it was was really cool like some of the projects we had Monsters Inc kind of looking at the production of energy and like the different monsters in the universe Um, Clifford the Big Red Dog was there (laughs) that one was that one was really interesting Um, (laughs) Full Metal Alchemist Oh, that'd be cool. Yes. Yeah. Anime. That's actually that's actually <laughs> that's actually uh, Kevin's project. Like our Kevin. Oh my god! Of course. He was in my is. class. Yeah. Wait, really? And he did Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, yeah, him and his group. Yo. What, shout, out there... shout, shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Kevin from from, from student from <laughs> from student to classmate. <laughs> shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Calvin. Shout out to Calvin. <laughs> wait, wait. How was it? How can you talk about? That? Talk about what, what? Are you How? breaching teacher-student confidentiality? Yeah, let's, I'm, not, let's, I'm not like sharing like marks and shit. But like, uh, yeah, the projects are really interesting. Like, 
I, I don't know. It was, it was cool. Like the, they all had like you know written. There was one thing. It was like a group like written report. Mm. Or um, there's a final poster. There was a debate. So we had a, the prompt this year, or not? I guess last year, was about like applying for research funding basically because like usually it's like a battle royale type situation. But if you have like yeah. Clifford versus like Full Metal, like it's just not fair. Yeah. And then. Clifford. I think Clifford. Clifford. Kick ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it, when I took it, it was like <clears throat> Harry Potter and stuff. So like, oh, just like take your wands away. Like the argument started becoming like less about the like scientific stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this year there's like a research prompt uh, for funding, and then it was really interesting like, to kind of sell their characters in a different way. And yeah, it was cool. It's I'm a cool call way to Kevin learn. Kevin out for not doing his on Pokemon. That yes, I, I do want to say. <laughs> I though, think he did. We had there's also individual components, so he might have done an infographic on a Pokemon. But I can't remember exactly. I do really want to say, if you haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist, go watch it. Brotherhood, really enjoyed it. Amazing series. Uh, okay, so I tried. No. So how? <laughs> okay, I watched the first episode. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm not trying. I, I probably won't spoil anything for anyone because it's just the first episode. But like, I couldn't understand what was happening. I thought I like missed like a whole series, and I was like, I don't under like why is so much stuff happening at once? It seems like half of the series already happened, and I missed it. Give it time. Yeah, she didn't make it, it in the Brotherhood. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's still stuck on it. But she's a uh, give it time. It's one of those extremely extremely rewarding ends. It's one of okay. the saddest yet funniest yet like whimsical if that's the right word uh like shows i've watched um really well constructed really 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 thought out it's very good okay highly recommended i will try (laughs) yeah so question so whenever i hear like a show oh you gotta you gotta give it a couple episodes you gotta give it a season or two and like Mm -hmm. it gets really good like where do you draw the line between like okay i'm gonna wait it out versus like f this like it's too (laughs) too too much of a delayed gratification you know what, Game of Thrones, like, the entire first season was, I hated. <laughs> it, like, I was so bored, but I had nothing else to do, so I just kept watching up until the, uh, you know, there's a point, point in the episode, in the season, that just brings up a lot of questions, and then that hooked me from then on in. So in that case, oh, okay. there's, like, nine episodes. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Yeah, I Those are guys. long episodes. They were long. They're movies, right? Yeah. From what I hear? Yeah. I thought it was going to be like an obvious show, like, oh yeah, he's, he's just going to do this and that, and then everything turned on its heels. So usually like at least five episodes for me. To give it a chance? like to give it a chance. chance. Unless like mm-hmm. it's so boring that I'm passing out. <laughs> yes, fair enough. I'm trying to think like what series. <clears throat> so I hear that from people a lot. I'm like, like, how do I know when to like, actually like if it's like actually worth the investment to wait this long like yeah to like the wait time versus the payout or like you know what i mean no I absolutely don't know if I'm it. <laughs> like here's another show parks and recreation you guys ever watched i love parks i heard and it's amazing right it's so good but that entire first season i was always on the verge of quitting really yeah, yeah it was the first season i felt like the show just didn't know what it was doing it was just trying like to be like the office but it wasn't 
But then I, I have to rewatch, honestly. But like, I feel like I'm biased because I've watched it more than like a couple times, and like <laughs> rewatching the first season, like obviously you already love the characters, so yes. mm-hmm. you're not gonna like find it as boring. Yeah, that's, what, true. that's the thing. What it's exactly that. Once you know the characters and you know their motivations or like what they are, it becomes yeah. You like you you start to become part of it. So. Mm-hmm. And I think um, <clears throat> I think the office really mastered character development. Like you, yep. you, you fall in love with a lot of the characters. You, you get annoyed, but you also love them at the same time. Like, like yeah. Have you guys Toby. all seen The Office? Hated have, yeah. Toby. H- hated it and never fell in love with him. That guy sucks. No, <laughs> Toby Actually? sucks. Yeah, Toby's like a. You're like a really good example of a real world Toby. The guy sucks. <laughs> oh my <Darn> god. god. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. Oh man. <laughs> you guys yeah. all watch Office. He said, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Know. I felt that way about the show. Like it's it's so ordinary, but then, like that because it's ordinary, you have to like really invest in the characters. Yeah, I think what somebody said about The Office, like, is you have to like be able to find humor and very ordinary, mundane situations, mm-hmm. and that's like what you have to like be able to do that in order to find The Office really funny. I think. Yeah, yeah it's 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 hit or miss for sure. Yeah, it's like you gotta get to know the people too. Yeah. And it's all about There's like the, some episodes, though, that are just... Ooh, I don't know so, if you'll get this right. Scott's so Yes, Scott's Thoughts. Those are so cringe that I just... There's like... Oh, Scott's Thoughts was horrible. Which one? Scott's Thoughts. There was one episode where Mike... Uh, uh, Mike made a, a promise to uh, a school... That everyone that like passes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to whoever knows the the Scott's Tots yeah. reference. Oh gosh, oh, yeah. Scott's Tots. I got horrible. into it because my dad was a big fan, but I haven't been watching it. Like like I used to watch it like over every now and then, but now I don't really. Yeah, I'm not a big rewatcher of shows. Like every like once in a blue moon, I'll do it, mm-hmm. but generally like I don't. Know, I don't usually like sit down on Netflix like All right, I'm gonna go rewatch the show. Yeah, I think yeah. The office. Who could nine nine? I could do it though. Yeah, I'm sure I could do it in general. I just I never have like the urge to do it. The office was one of the shows that I could like actually rewatch, and I don't know why. It just never got old. Like rewatching it just did not get old. It was still funny. Mm-hmm. I can see that 100. percent But there are definitely some shows you can't rewatch at all. Mm-hmm. There are some shows, and these are massively done shows that if you rewatch, it, you're like you're rewatching a whole. Like once you've seen the end. Now you're watching again from the beginning, knowing certain mm. things. Yeah. It becomes a whole different show. I don't know if you guys... Yeah. Attack on Titan? Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Attack on Titan? I'm so ahead on the manga that, that like... You are? Okay, don't spoil it. That, like, yeah, I'm re-watching from the beginning, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> now, I hear yeah. that, too, like, like, especially the, like, Game of Thrones, like, fantasy type of shows. Like, Sahana would tell you how she, like... After she watch an episode, she'll like go on Reddit and like read like analyses of the episodes. Yeah. Like, she like finds a lot of fun in that. And, like, for me, like I would enjoy that too. I feel like I don't have the time right now. To, like, fair enough. Yeah. Invest that much into a show, you know? Yeah. I want to though. Maybe in summer. Maybe the summer actually. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Yo, everyone, send us a link. Uh, your favorite shows to Dilshan at Shoot the Ship. Yeah. DM us. Uh, and Dilshan will start watching all of them. 
I will I will look through the list and consider watching one of them. I'll watch some, okay? Send me you too. And Chloe. <laughs> yeah, send us send shows. Um, speaking of sending us stuff, um, we have some questions for our lovely guest. Oh my, okay. Lots of questions from few individuals. Oh, oh gosh, I wonder <laughs> who they are going to be. <laughs> Alrighty, I'll ask the first I'll ask the first one. So this is from Jen. No Shout way. out to Jen. <laughs> I know you have fans all over the world. Wow. <laughs> who is this? Uh, Jen asked, she, well, she asked like a lot of questions, but I'll start off with this one. Um, how did you find your sense of fashion? And what do you recommend to others trying to find their sense of fashion? Oh, interesting question. Okay. Hmm. Honestly, when I look back at old pictures of myself when I thought I was being really fashionable, I'm just like, oh God, why did I ever wear that? <laughs> I And I think that's like, honestly, just how people find their fashion sense. You just like try things and you like get really into, you know, certain trends and just like try and experiment, I think, and just see what you like. And like, it can be something really wacky or it can just be like something ordinary that you're like comfortable with and that really just like fits what you need at that moment in time. And I also just really like going on Instagram and like I find a lot of like fashion accounts and I just try and like look for inspiration from there. But like a lot of the times I'm just like, I would never wear that in public or to school or anything. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, like I just like to look at pictures and see if there's like anything in my closet that I could use and like try and apply the same concepts to my everyday clothing. But yeah, I would say like I never really got a fashion sense from anywhere. I just like took inspiration from around me. Um, and just like, sometimes I honestly just look at my closet and I'm like, those two things are hanging beside each other. And I'm going to wear them at the same time and see if this works <laughs> out. Um, but yeah, I think also a good place to start is just like, um, vintage stores or like thrift shops. Mm. I often find like really like interesting pieces there. And then you just like try and build things around them. Mm -hmm. Um, like if you have like a really bizarre piece that you just found that's like really unique and then you can just wear like a bunch of simple things with it so that you just like have all the attention on the one piece and that like that honestly in itself is like pretty good yeah oh, awesome so, yeah for... i'm mostly not a fashion <laughs> expert at all though like i know like many friends who like have way more fashion expertise i'm very simple i'm just like these two things would look interesting together and i'm gonna try and wear them yeah, she's she's downplaying it though, because Chloe has one of the most unique fashion senses that I've seen. Um, tell tell us tell us your interview outfit. What was my interview outfit? Um, oh, I think so. I was like stressing very hard about like interview outfits because like I went into the deep dark realms of the pre-med forums <laughs> pre -med <laughs> got a lot of really bad advice <laughs> <clears throat> just from lurking there yeah so like there's like a lot of people who are saying like you have to be careful but like if your pants are too tight or like not tight enough or like wearing skirts versus pants like what if you get an interviewer that like thinks that skirts are the only appropriate formal wear for interviews and I was like well I do not want to wear a skirt in the winter 
Um, and then people are saying like, don't look like you're too into fashion or like oh the interviewer will think that you're not serious about medicine. I was like, oh my God, what do I do? I don't have any serious clothes in my closet. Um, so yeah, like for the first like couple interviews, I really like dressed in a way that's like not how I would usually dress at all. Like I was wearing really weird things, I would say like weird to me. Like they seem quite like maybe to like other people who's that's like their thing is like to wear minimalistic clothing mm-hmm. or like professional outfits like office outfits and I was like so uncomfortable so when I came to U of T I was like screw it like I'm just gonna do like what I want to do and I still wore it like my ice pants which are like the same one pair of pants I wear to clinical <laughs> professional pants like they're the same pants from my interview I have one pair <laughs> that's it Um, And then I just like wore this top that was like, it had like an abstract print with like faces on it. It's like kind of like that line art. I don't know if anyone gets what I'm saying, but, um, and it just had like, it was very appropriate, but it was very like, it was kind of like artsy, which I was like, I was concerned that I would come off as not serious about medicine, (laughs) but I just did it because I was like, you know what? Like I'm not feeling great in any of these other outfits. And like, here I am, it's fine. Like. (laughs) we're all cool and I wore like a blazer and like it was you know they did not red flag me because I wore a shirt with a pattern on it so anyone who's pre-med is listening you can relax a little bit don't go on the forums listen to that yeah actually um, I remember that shirt I remember we all saw I know exactly the shirt I know exactly the shirt I wear it a lot that would be cool I think I tell you every time like oh that's a cool shirt I was like they probably heard that so many times from me (laughs) He's like, yo, that was a sick shirt. She's like, yeah, this is what I wore for interviews. Thanks for telling me every day. (laughs) You're like, that, I wore that for interviews. Like, oh, 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 sick. That's cool. (laughs) Actually, it's weird because, like, as as guys, we don't really have to think about that, to be honest, right? Like, Lily, it literally was just, like, pants, suit, dress shirt, tie. The tie was the big one. Like, whoa, do I wear paisley or do I wear a color? There, there's some there's a little bit of thing so i had to buy a suit for mine yeah so i was like oh do i get black do i get navy do i get like whatever <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't have a forums but i did ask some like older like some friends who are like have gone through the process and like kind of mm-hmm. got there and like people who i think like have a good fashion sense to me and got their input on like color combinations and like shoe styles or whatever and yeah I'm I'm happy I got a suit out of it that I wear to most formal events because I only have that one suit now and just mix up the dress shirts and the ties. And yeah. Get that value. Yeah, I wore the same like suit to my interview as I did to formal as I would have worn to the formal this year. You have to. Suits are expensive, man. Like what else are you gonna do? Yeah. And the yeah. tailoring too? Yeah, exactly. Now, the oh, worst okay. one you get tailored and then you can't wear it anymore because it doesn't fit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I went up on my pants size, but now I look at myself and it's like old man. I, I really don't like it. Yeah. So, uh, Chloe, I actually really want to ask you. So, you're talking about um, looking online for different styles and whatnot. So, is that the birth of the black lipstick? <laughs> yes. Okay, so the earliest I can remember, like, the birth, like, okay, first of all, it's not black, though. The one I wear the most is not black. Um, It's, like, a very, it's, like, my favorite because no one can ever tell what color it is. Mm -hmm. 
Like in some lights, it's purple. In some lights, it's like really dark gray or black. In some lights, it's um, dark blue. Mm. Um, so that's my favorite one. But yeah, so the earliest I can remember is like when I was graduating from high school and I had like this idea of like a look that I was going to go for for my graduation. Um, and I wanted to go with like a really dark lip color because like I thought that would go well like with my gown and everything. And I just decided that I really liked it and that it was just like something that kind of like I never wore like any makeup in high school but lipstick was something that I was really started to get into because I felt like it was just like an extra interesting thing that I could add to my outfits mm-hmm. and there was like so many colors that I was interested in like I I also like wear a lot of like blue green like lipsticks yeah. and stuff yeah. like that yeah. Yeah. um but yeah like I just thought that it was I don't know. It was just like something that really like adds an interesting aspect to my outfit that I thought was like, I don't know. I just really got into it. It reminds me of what Katie was talking about with their blonde hair. Yes. Same same type of idea. Uh, Check out that episode if you haven't seen it. And by the way, bald one. (laughs) Yeah, bald one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, same thing. Like it's, it's something that stands out about you that you'd that like people remember you by that and she was kind of talking about the idea of like uh I, like i go into situations people kind of forget that they met me and stuff but then when she had the blonde hair she like people always remember her mm-hmm. uh it just reminded me of that when you when you talked about your lipstick that's actually interesting too because like sorry about my chair noise guys but no worries. Uh, yeah, well, my wife sits on it. I thought it was your knees, honestly. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, you got to leave me alone with my knees and my sweating, okay? Okay. This is all bullying. I got. This, this is bullying territory. It's the only roast I got. Let me have it. <laughs> uh, but what was I going to say? Uh, <clears throat> I fully forgot. What? <laughs> Sick interlude, dude. Yeah, right, I was fucking. gonna say something, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's come. Oh yes, no. How we present ourselves. So, like, a real question. Like, do you guys? How important is it? How or how important is it that you guys present yourself a certain way in like a typical situation? Like, do you want to portray yourself as something, or are you hoping that like the way you are is what's presented? Does that make sense? My question. Even yeah. worded properly? I think so. Like, so I find the, that's a thing that, like, I've been thinking about lately. How you carry yourself. Yeah, I think if you asked me, like, when I was younger, I would have really cared a lot about how... if I, I want people to see me in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like, in high school or whatever, like, you want to fit in with, like, the quote-unquote, like, the cool kids, like, I want to be seen in whatever way would make me seem like I was cool to them sort of thing. Um, but I think like growing up and like, as you find like your, as I found like my good friends and like good people around me, I now care more about coming across authentically as myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say that like, I never put up like a different version of myself depending on the situation like you act different with your parents than you do with your friends than you do with your partner true um, but I try to be myself as much as I can mm-hmm. and I, I, I want to come across that way yeah yeah same 
think for me, like right now, the struggle is like, I think you like you guys have talked about this before, but like being a med student and like also being like for me, like I felt like very much that I hid about like 80% of my wardrobe this year because I was like, I have like different columns in my drawers where I'm like med school appropriate. And like the other 80% is like the rest of my clothes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so kind of in, in that line, like I'm trying to be like authentic as myself, but I don't know how that like meshes well with like a professional identity because like for me, like I know like during a week and stuff, like I was like, oh yeah, like I can wear like all the makeup that I want. Like I wore like the lipsticks that I usually wear, but like during school, like I think someone did tell, like did notice that they were like, oh, you're like not wearing your lipstick anymore. Because I was like, I don't know if it's appropriate. Like, can I wear this? Like in front of my professors, in front of my tutors and stuff. So that was like, that's kind of a thing I struggled with because that's not like the way I do want to present myself is like, because it's like, that's the look that I like that I go for. And I feel like it's most like authentically me, but like, I'm also like, but that's not how like a med student behaves. Cause I don't think that I really associate like what I feel is myself as like what a med, like a good med student looks like, which I am trying to work on. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I said that to you at some point. With the I think a couple people have, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I can't recognize you anymore. And I was like, yeah. cool. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though. It kind of calls into question, like, what does it mean to be professional? And, like, hmm. sort of, like, the role conflict that we all experience mm-hmm. being med students. And, uh, like, how far can you push the envelope of, like, looking, like, quote-unquote professional? And Yeah. Ah, fudge it. Listen, listen. This is where what pre clerkship was looking at you to say or if you're being professional or not professional, live your life. Yeah. yeah I at support. your discretion. <laughs> no but <laughs> like you know what I, like you know what I mean? Like we're still we're we're people, we're humans. And what you're doing yeah. is not like offensive to anybody in any way, you're just living what you're wearing, right? Yeah. Now sure. do, do you wear that to the workplace? That's another story. Mm-hmm. Right, but like, yeah. yeah, just walking around, going to class, going to campus, or whatever. Yeah. Right. I will unleash the the rest of my makeup collection on everyone when school finally starts again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we're all together. Yes. Yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed. <clears throat> yeah, like I, you know, I, I we already thought like you had like a really cool unique style and you're saying that you hit like 80 percent of your wardrobe so i'm really curious like like what what is like the the hundred percent of chloe oh gosh you know? yeah not the 20 that we see yeah yeah all my ice clothes <laughs> i wear like honestly the same like 10 things to school <laughs> <laughs> makes it easy on laundry <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, awesome we got more questions for, from Jen. Yeah, so uh, English Peter, which I'm going to give you a chance to English Peter, you're not going to steal this ship anymore. English Peter wants to ask you this question. All right. From Jen. What workouts do you do to stay fit? Why does he talk so fast? <laughs> English Peter, come on. So what, right, workouts, what, what yeah. workouts I do to stay fit? Yeah, with all that quidditch. Yes. You're just saying I you were knocking people my size. <laughs> well, I used to do quidditch, but now all I do is lift food to my mouth. <laughs> um, <Ooh. laughs> 
Same, same, same. Um, yeah, I don't really work out, and every single block we do calls me out for it. So, um, the one workout that I do do is I watch Jen's workout on yep. Wednesdays, usually her dragon boat workouts, and I lie on my bed and I watch them and I encourage her, but I heckle Thomas. <laughs> Y'all should check it out. Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Jen for Shout- running those workouts. And uh, I also will publicly acknowledge the fact that I promised Jen that I will go work out with her after COVID. So here you go. Public proof. Shout out to Empty Promises. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, next. <laughs> and, and Dilshan, didn't you promise me you guys were going to do with me? That is not correct. Ooh. Did I promise? I have a yes, gym in my did. building, though. You promised me. I didn't, I didn't say those words. Shout out to Empty Promises. On this podcast. <laughs> Yo, Shout make a pledge. Yes. <laughs> Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> next question. <laughs> <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> oh man. Uh, this one is from. <laughs> That's not to the question. There's always a delay on that one. <laughs> <laughs> this one is also from Jen. Oh wow. And she asks, "What is your spirit animal?" Oh gosh. Hmm. I don't know. I think I feel like my answer to all animal questions is always dogs. I'm a dog. Yeah. yeah. I feel like well, like my my dogs who just lie on the couch all day with me and watch TV. <laughs> I'm gonna change the question a little bit here. Um, since we're we've been talking about Harry Potter and Quidditch, oh. um, what do you what animal do you think your Patronus would be? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's a Patronus? It's a spell uh, oh. from, that protects you from uh, Dementors, which are like these like soul-sucking uh, evil things. Dope. Each person has their own like animal that appears when you do the spell. Yeah, it's like so, a unique animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think yours would be? I don't know. Like, I feel like, okay, I'll still go with dogs, but I'll be more specific. Because if it's going to be a Patronus, it has to protect me from, like, Dementors. I guess, like, um, okay, on one hand, like, symbolically, that's why I would want my Patronus to be a dog. Because that'd be, like, a very easy, like, happy memory to conjure. And, like, if you think of Dementors as, like, the, you know, the symbol for, you know, mental health and, like, sadness and, like, protecting you from, like, that, right? It would be dogs for me, I think. It would be, like, a very important animal for that. But Mm -hmm. also, I'm going to specifically say my dog, Teddy. Um, Small one. He's a small Yorkshire chair. But he is super, super, like, fierce. (laughs) That sounds like a certain size. 10 pounds and very overweight. Oh, that does not sound like a a certain someone anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. (laughs) But yeah, he would uh, definitely do some fierce barking at Dementors. So, you make a great Patronus. Awesome. Oh, man. What about you, you, Mo? What's your spirit animal slash Patronus? What would you guys give me? Like, what do you think? Hmm. Hmm. Because according to the encyclopedia of... Alright, I don't know why I'm thinking this. Like, there's no grounds for it at all. But I thought of Platypus. Are you? Fr- you're just rude. 
He was just rude. What? Like they just what, like they took the nastiest animal. <laughs> Why is it nasty? It's just an amalgamation of different parts, man. Have you seen a baby platypus? Have you seen a grown platypus? <laughs> you, you ain't grown. What about Perry the platypus? I'm overgrown. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, Perry the platypus. Yeah, you call me. He's Perry. like also a secret agent. Do you see me being a secret agent? Well, you are really good at lying when we play <laughs> yes. board games. You're so good at lying. <laughs> okay, okay. I think both of you are so good at lying. Yeah, I was about to say, don't overstate yet, because Chloe over here is insane okay. when it comes to lying. I am actually really bad at lying, and I don't know how I pulled that off. That was, I, I think, actually remember how I did that. I think you just fly under the radar. You're just like, oh, sweet, innocent Chloe. No, she's never anything bad in a game. I actually do remember, like, I had a specific strategy to, like, secretly win your trust and screw over Neha. Sorry, Neha. Um, oh, but yeah, I'm actually honestly really bad at lying in real life. Yeah, I felt, I felt so bad. Everyone is like, yo, she's so guilty right yep. now. We're so angry at her. Oh, yeah. She's like, no, it wasn't me. It's not me. It's not- it was so but I didn't too. throw Neha under the bus. I actually like won her trust, yeah. and that's why I wasn't suspected. And then, and then it was revealed, and I was like, "Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> so devious. Yeah. Yo, we should all do that again. I miss that game, yeah. Avalon. I miss board games. Yeah. Yeah. Really want to play again. Uh, yeah. My spirit animal would be a gorilla. 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 Oh, I can see that. Why? I totally, yeah. I don't know why. I do. They just seem chill. Are gorillas chill? I could see you like being a gorilla, you know, like just chilling, and then like when push comes to shove, you'll like move you get fierce. <laughs> yeah, move around, but for the most part, just literally sitting there for hours on end, staring at <laughs> yeah. grass, just chilling, no, chilling there. Gorillas don't do anything for like hours; they just it's like twiddling your thumbs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they live such a good life; they just sit there staring at grass. Pick each other's like butts and they're just like ah. <laughs> Especially if you're a silverback dude, like oh, the, the top of the top of the pack there. Oh man, if you can have silverback just genetics, man, man, the muscle, the muscle on those things are insane. Are they fast though? Like can you they're move fast? fast? They're pretty Girls fast. Are pretty fast. Oh, yeah. I think like fast. Cause they run on all fours, right? I think like thirty like, some some odd kilometers per hour or something. Wow. Yeah. And they think, I don't. I think they're too heavy to effectively climb trees, but they can. They're pretty maneuverable. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dilshan? Yeah. Oh, uh, spirit animal. Yeah. Hundred percent. Patronus. He's a walrus. <laughs> uh, Patronus. So I'm thinking of an animal that will protect me. Mm. But also that you can like. Yeah. That comes from like happy memories. That's happy how you. Memories, that's yeah. how you cast a spell. Yeah, so I, I'm allergic to most. I'm allergic to animal dinners. I'm allergic to like dogs, cats, like anything furry, really. But oh, really, yeah. I don't know when I was when I was a kid though. I was really fascinated with like learning about animals and like the different like little characteristics about them that like let them do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so thinking of that, um, I always thought cheetahs are really cool. Um, I thought, at least from like a, a, like animal, like fighting standpoint, I guess I thought crocodiles are cool. Um, 
But then, like, when I think of my favorite animal, I'm like, oh, monkeys. Like, they're so, they're so cute. Yo, they're fierce. They could be fierce, they too. Are, yeah. yeah did you get and I always use the monkey emojis when I, like, I, that's my favorite emoji. The little ones are like, like this, you know. I'll say monkey for my Patronus, because I think they just make me happy when I think about them. See, I, I want to show you guys something. This is this is the spirit animal that Dilshan has, and I can totally see it because Dilshan, you're a little shit. So, <laughs> you guys hear that, right? No. Pause. Awesome. Sorry about that. The video just like instantly decided to play as opposed to taking a break. So, this is for audio listeners, which is everybody. We're gonna explain this. <laughs> but for you guys, you guys have to see this. Okay. Do you guys see this with me? Ooh. Yep, sharing screen. Right, so, <clears throat> Dilshan Sphere Animal, the monkey. <clears throat> yes. This is caught, so Google, YouTube, whatever. A monkey riding it on bike grabs toddler. Yeah. This is the craziest set of events I've ever seen in my life. You just watch this. So, you see this monkey just scooting really fast on a bike, drops the bike, grabs oh. the toddler, oh and then just oh. turns. Oh. <laughs> what? The toddler's what? okay. The toddler's okay. No, no, no. There's too many questions here. Why is it riding on a bike? <laughs> why did it drop the bike? And why did it grab the child? What and is the, the series the of events? gets up and they're just like fine? Yeah. No, they're traumatized apparently from oh the captions. Oh Look no. at this. Why is it on a bike? Oh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's like an e-bike or something too. It's even like a regular the, no, bicycle. It's, it's a full on like, looks like it looks like a motorbike. <laughs> what the <hell>? <laughs> <laughs> So Dilshan, oh, I think you chose them uh, correctly because you, you know, that, that really does fit your, uh, your characteristic. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they're cute, but apparently they're they're more evil than I thought. <laughs> Such an evil <laughs> shit. <laughs> and why was that kid targeted in particular? I wonder. I don't know. Like, what was going through the monkey's mind? And the monkey jumped off that bike so cool, like it was like full speed, and then jumped <laughs> off the bike. The bike skidded along. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to watch that, uh, to our listeners out there. Maybe we'll link it in the description. Yeah, absolutely. Um. <clears throat> Next question? Yeah, let's do it. So it's a whole lot of questions from Jen. Yeah. So, Shout out to Jen for asking questions. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Uh, so, well, yeah, you ask it. You ask it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Chloe, yes. what would you dress your kids up for in has Halloween? Oh, my kids. Hmm. How many kids, first of all? What? How many kids are we picturing here? Oh, gosh. Like... Max two, <laughs> I think. Um, Six. I don't know. I think we'd not be up to them. But like when they're like babies and stuff, like and they like, oh. don't know anything. Or, yeah, it's the best years because that's the year for toddlers. Or yeah. hmm, there's a lot of cute ones out there. I feel like you can also do ones with like the parent and the kid, and you like together become a costume. There's some like cool ones like that. But one of the cute ones is, you know how you can, like, make them into, like, a little sushi? Oh. Oh, sushi. They're just wearing, like, a white onesie or something, and you just, like, put, like, a 
like an orange salmon looking pillow on their back. And just like strap oh. it on with like a little seaweed. This is so that cute. would be cute. Oh. A little sushi. Oh, I want walking around. So yeah, oh. just like a little sushi. I'm so hungry. My parents dress us up as Teletubbies. Which one? I don't know, honestly. Is the red one Poe? I yep. think so, yeah. Okay, I think I was Poe. Oh, yeah, you had the picture. Oh. Yeah. Can we, can we share that in our when we post this episode? It's so cool. Yeah, Yo, sure. Yo, the little television in the middle, put the Shoot the Shit podcast there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have done that. <laughs> it's too small. It's so tiny. But Yo, for our dedicated fans. Actually, find it. Teletubbies, though, on the download, that, you know that vacuum? Yeah. That scared the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to eat like whatever the like pink stuff that they're eating. Oh, oh what, what was that too? I thought those were cookies. I, don't know. I thought it was. It looks. I want to try it. People always put that picture, um, like that picture as like a troll next to that story about how like McNuggets are made out of I don't know like a grounded everything, and they always <laughs> put that Teletubbies like that pink stuff coming out like as the picture for that article oh, as a troll. Oh. Man. oh. Yeah, I don't know what it was called or anything. No, I don't even know what the point of that. I think they used to eat it. The little the, the Teletubbies would eat it. That was like their food source. I don't even remember watching Teletubbies. I don't remember what the vacuum did though. Like, it was just eating the pink stuff, right? It was just yeah. It was just fake was it stealing it from the Teletubbies or was I, it? No, I think like, the Teletubbies were just dropping them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's the show? Yo, yo, you know who makes a lot of money? Who? Teletubbies. No. <laughs> They probably made a lot of money. <laughs> but speaking of like little little kid stuff, like the people that write kids books, that is the yeah. easiest money in the world. Shout out Robert Munch. Shout out Robert Hey, he's from Guelph. That's my guy. He came by and he signed me a book. I I think I read with him or something back yeah, in cool. elementary. Like he came to our school. I might be thinking of a different author. I'm pretty sure it's Robert Munch. No, it's probably. Did he talk about like his past doing crack and all? I don't remember. No, I was like a little kid, bro. Yeah, I don't know why. It's a little, like a little poetry contest, that. and then like I got, I was one of the people who like got to go up from the school. Oh. I was so nervous. Like oh. he had to come up there and like read it with me, sort of thing. Oh. Like be with me while I was reading That's it. That's so cute. That's yeah, so cute. I don't. I don't remember. If it, I thought it was Robert Marsh this whole time, but I'm honestly not sure. Oh. Well, he's from. It was Guam. like a Valentine's Day poem, I think. Something, oh. something like that. Aww. Always romantic. The budding young poet, Dilshan. Yeah. <laughs> I can see him just shaking up there as a little kid. Like, uh, yeah. I'm so shy. For a long time. Aww. And now yeah. you have a podcast where you just voice every single thought that you have. Not every single thought. <laughs> <laughs> We're unedited sometimes. Yeah. More lately. <laughs> Yeah. What were we talking about? Children's uh, authors? Yeah, we, Robert we, Marsh. No, we were talking about Good Halloween author. dressing up as kids. Oh, yes, yes. yes, yes. Tell um, Yes. I don't know, honestly. I'd probably, like, have to go online. and I'm not, like, the most creative with Halloween costumes, so I'd see what other parents are doing and just copy them. <laughs> Sahana and I would always talk about, like, getting, like, little scrubs for <laughs> their kids. Oh, cute. No. Oh, that's cute. Like a little surgeon, like a little baby doctor, like an Aww. actual baby doctor. <laughs> little toy stethoscope. Oh, that'd actually be super cute. 
That'd be so cute. And if it's like maybe like a little mask, they they won't like that. But no, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I love the baby shoes though. Whenever you go to like a store oh, and you feel like tiny best. versions so of like cute. adult shoes, oh. it's so cute. Because they're like this big. They're like yeah. little humans. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh, babies in general are the best. Like my brother's nephew, uh, my brother's nephew, my nephew, brother's kid. Um, <laughs> like yesterday, I was just, I was like, I was at my my family's house. I was laying down, and I just feel him running behind me. He's he's about one in like a month or so, a couple months. And it's just this little tiny body that's like so small, and he fell on my head. And he was so small. And they have that like distinct baby smell. Yeah. Oh. Little babies. I just want to squish them. Oh, they're so cute! It's like little little squish because squish, they're so soft. Squish, squish. They hold onto your finger and they like don't let go. Yeah, it's, yeah. and they it's too small to like hold anything else. It's just like a little they're just grabbing around your finger. Oh yeah, it's like also my favorite when they have those little kitty cups, but their hands are so small that they have to use two hands every time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so cute. But the, but oh. the one thing you can forego is the vomit. Like young, young, young vomit doesn't have a bad smell. Actually, smells cute. That is like, not cool. The moment they pass smells a certain cute. age, it smells cute. Explain. No, it just has like a. It still smells like baby, but once they pass a certain age, it then smells like normal vomit, and they vomit all the time. Oh god. Ugh. Is it structural or functional, bro? No. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll tell you right now. It's a combination of both with how small they are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man. Hey, next, next question. <laughs> I am so okay. hungry. This one, I'm going to switch it up for a second. And this is from Justice. Hello, hello. Oh, okay. Uh, check out episode two if you haven't seen it. Uh, Justice who? Justice Iguana. Iguana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he asks, who is your favorite person growing up? Oh, I like that. My favorite person... Besides, besides, uh, besides Dilshan and Big Mo. Oh, darn. I don't know how to answer this question now. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> do I say mom or do I say dad? Oh, yes, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My favorite person growing up. I feel like they're always, like, it would, first of all, never be, like, one person. It would always be based on the book that I'm reading. Like, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, I read, like, so many books. Um, under the like I was always like that kid who would like read with a flashlight like under the covers and which is why probably part of the reason why I have glasses now Um, (laughs) I feel like I always like every time I had someone to look up to was always like the person right now in the book that I was reading and I would always like pretend to like want to be those characters Um, because like I don't know I was always reading books about like spies and like adventures and stuff and I think that was like always what I like wanted to be when I was growing up. Uh, be very careful of that, actually. <laughs> because what? I had an interview for some place where I was asked to talk about a book that I've recently read. Mm-hmm. And it was a really important interview for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, yes. Uh, I believe it was for Avro. Um, <laughs> and... They asked me about a book that I recently read, and for whatever reason, like, I, I, I haven't read a novel in a long time. Like, just straight novels, I haven't, right? I read a lot, but not novels. Um, so I just sat there and I stuck, like, I was stuck. I was legitimately stuck. 
so then she, uh, the, the interviewer asked me, okay, you know what, it's okay, we can talk like maybe a movie or something. I said, no, 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 no. A book? I've got it. And I'm not gonna lie, the only book that was in my head was one I read from grade seven at the time. <laughs> uh, and I couldn't even remember the premise on it. So then I said, very sheepishly, uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> They're like, okay. Uh, well, tell me about a character that you really connected with. And then I just said, Jamie Lannister. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, just so people who haven't seen the show or anything, Jamie Lannister is, like, initially really one of the bad people. Um, there's no bad people in the show. There's no good people in the show either. But um, And he sleeps with his sister, or his twin sister. <laughs> Um, and very cocky and arrogant and, you know, all that, all that stuff, right? Oh, no. And that's who I told myself as. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to dig myself out of this hole? I don't, I never, I never dug myself out of the hole. The whole interview died. (laughs) That was the worst. In fact, the interview was so bad. Speaking of suits and whatnot, when I first opened, like, the door to greet the interviewer, right? You know, you walk into interviews, you just open doors and whatnot. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> three knocks <laughs> uh, No, no, it's not three knocks they, They're like, hey, come on into the interview <sighs> But uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, my, my, my jacket got hooked on the door So I shall yeah. ask after I'll ask. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to reach out and say, like a handshake But my jacket literally stopped me So my hand can't even reach the interviewer I'm kind of like leaning over, like bending over. <laughs> and so the interviewer looks at me, I look at her. And that was the first, like, start, that was the start of the interview. And then uh, I, 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 I say, oh, sorry, just give me a second. So I hook my jacket and, like, I'm going to go. She's like, just just sit down. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's just how it starts. Oh, so, with all that said and done, be wary about the books that you read and the characters that you fall in love with. <laughs> Yes, definitely. I think I think when I was that age, I was looking up to like Junie B. Jones and like Geronimo Stilton, but <laughs> don't think it was Jamie Lannister. Not Jamie Lannister. Oh man! So was was this interview recently? Or? Well, it was about I say like a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah, a couple of years you ago. Healed. Now you can laugh okay. about it. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't look like a, yeah. a sure face to me. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's a common interview question though, because like I also had an interview with that question, yeah. and I was I was stressing because like oh, I haven't read a book in so long, <laughs> but, like I literally said to like pick and, like grab like whatever book came to my head first, and then but, yeah, it ended up. I ended up like swerving it and it was fine, but what book did you have? Because I can, I had a grade seven book. I can't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I said when Breath Becomes Air. That's the last book I read. I think oh, like yeah. a couple, like one or two years before, prior. I heard it's an amazing book, um, by the way. I really liked it. Some people don't, but I really liked it. Yeah. Are you guys reading anything? Huh? No. I'm reading. Um, Bowel obstruction and uh, oh gosh, 
That's like honestly is like all the reading I do like right now because when I'm doing school, like I don't really want to read more about like serious things. Like for me, like when I was growing up, reading was always like the form of like escapism and where I would like go off to like a magical faraway land and yeah. like yeah. read about something like that. But like I want to get into reading more like adult texts like that are serious about like life and like things like that. But I feel like during like school, I don't have the brain power to do that in my free time. Like yeah. I'll do it in like when I have more like time off, I mm-hmm. think. But when I'm in school, like I like to read books. I usually like go back to like the same books I've read like forever. Like I just reread books that I've enjoyed oh, like, really? in the past because there's not really like surprises and you can like pick up on things that you didn't pick up on before and they're like the same mm-hmm. old like familiar characters. I don't know. I like to also like rewatch a lot of things too. I'm, like just, yeah. like, that person. <laughs> Rereading this because that's like that's like effort. <laughs> reading? reading effort to reread the same twist like. I don't know, like, I find that, like, books are usually designed for, like, you, you, you reach the end of the chapter, <gasps> what's gonna happen in the next chapter? Yeah. <laughs> or it's like... That's also my problem with reading during school, is I'm very, like, a one-track mind when I read, and, like, I need to, like, because it's, like, especially if I'm holding it in my hand, mm-hmm. I need to be, like, finish it, like, close the whole thing, like, to be able to, like... Yeah be productive with something else so if i start reading like something that i get really into it's just like goodbye school <laughs> yeah i haven't read a book for leisure apart from like poetry in a long time because mm-hmm. i think we read so much for school and just in general it's so much cognitive load that like after i'm done studying i just want to like like turn off the brain and like watch a show or like do something else just not reading yeah uh, I, I do miss reading yeah yeah and I, like i like stimulating it but it's like exactly that it's like I stimulate now through videos more so like watching a YouTube series or a Netflix or something like you don't you're not necessarily turning off you're just chilling yeah Yeah. reading is a real effort childhood books I loved uh, Hardy Boys and uh, Magic Tree House is up there too do you guys read oh, Magic Treehouse? Magic Treehouse. Wait, hold I on. I remember it. Yeah. Was that oh. the Was that the one where they go back in time and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. And then they like there was like a series of books that like, oh, they yeah. keep finding clues in the past yeah. that like had a Z or something like that. Something. Yeah, some I of remember it. it. I don't remember too much, but like yeah, the Treehouse is like a time travel sort of thing. Yeah. They just go to different like time periods and yeah, it was really cool. Do you guys remember that story with the rodents? They had like animals. It was like Lord of the Rings, but they were all animals. Um, like, uh, no, like there was animorphs a possum. Or... No, not animorphs. Animorphs was cool no. too, but like, um, animorphs just you just get the book and just like flip the pages to see the thing change. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, there was also a story too. <laughs> there was, and some of them were good. Some of them were horrible. Um, no, there was a book. It was a bunch of like there was a rat, rat a rodent, uh, like a squirrel. A rat, but they're all like warriors. Oh, rodents! I can't recall it. Oh, I feel like I might know what this is. If you see the title. Mm-hmm. But no, that that was a book I used to love as a kid. Mm-hmm. I also loved Bishpaterbithia. Oh my gosh! I lied was that a good oh my gosh or a bad oh my gosh? So, oh my god, it's so sad. So sad. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I watched it on a plane once because I was like, I'm an adult now. I can handle it. I know what happens. And then by the time we were landing, I was like bawling my eyes oh, out. Oh, oh, oh. 
I remember I had a book report in, like way back in elementary school with uh, I did Bishop Tarbithia. You basically have to make like um, like a we had to like make a road sort of thing and then like you know how there's like signs on the road? Mm-hmm. We had to kind of like do that but like for different parts of the book sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I did it really quick and then my mom was like yo you're gonna submit this this is trash. <laughs> like, she, like, she didn't say it like that but like like, yeah, put some. You should put some effort in your schoolwork, and it, it. Like looking back, it was totally trash. But like my mom helped me like save it and like, send something a lot better. <laughs> she like helped me like go through the book and everything, and Aww. like yeah, it was nice. Back back when you like parents could help you with your homework. Yeah. <laughs> my brother helped me with an assignment once. It was space. Oh, you got muted for a sec. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, it was to do with space, and uh, he 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 was helping me. So he said, "Hey, just go to the website and copy and paste." Oh. <laughs> and I did that. Totally did that. My whole thing. I was done super fast. Oh my god! <laughs> I got a C on that assignment. Got plagiarism. First time I, ever, I didn't even know what the word plagiarism was. This was grade oh, six. Okay. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, he must have been in high school. Oh, this guy. Oh, no. <laughs> so he, he knows it. He knows yeah. plagiarism. Come on. He, when do you think that a grade six teacher is going <laughs> to call you out on plagiarism? Oh, no. Yo, they do, bro. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're looking, uh, back then it was all about, like, oh, don't go on Wikipedia. Oh, oh it's, yeah. It's such oh, a yeah. bad resource. Garbage. I love Wikipedia. I love it. Wikipedia is the best. Right. I get a lot of information for that. Even for, even for, for like, CBLs and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. you can get lost on Wikipedia. You can. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, if you know on Wikipedia, if you keep clicking the first link, you end up always going back to philosophy. Interesting. What? Yeah. Any Wikipedia page, click any. For example, I found out the name of the book that I was talking about, Redwall. Oh, never heard of that. Never yeah. heard of that. But if I keep clicking on it, it'll take me back to philosophy. Interesting. I should try that out. And now you know. Speaking of philosophy... We have the last question that I have written down for Chloe. Oh, okay. Also from Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) How do you balance being a med student and being all around amazing? Oh, aww. Oh, Jen. Um... Are you soundboarding or? (laughs) I was about to, but I couldn't find it. There we go. This is amazing. No. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> That's not how, about, how about this? How about this? How about even better? Even better. Congratulations. You played yourself. That's not even the right one. <laughs> how about? Another one. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. There we go. You're very smart. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh the soundboard I'm glad I get to experience firsthand the legendary soundboard and yeah. the struggles that go with it oh man this was the most struggle I think I've ever had with it though oh, oh there it is do you color code the more commonly used ones no they, they're color coded on its own when I actually make the, my own soundboard that's gonna when, like when I make my own like from yep. scratch, then it's gonna be a little bit better than this. This is this is pretty rough. Mm-hmm. But yes, back to balance. 
Oh. Hmm, do I balance well? Not sure. We'll see. I, I mean, like, most of the time, honestly, I'm either studying or doing school stuff, or I'm, like, potatoing, watching Netflix. <laughs> so, that's the balance. I mean, I've been trying to get better with my balance because I feel like I should be doing, like, more things other than school. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, I've been wanting to get back into dance um, and also just, like, doing regular human things other than studying. So I think it's just, like, me forcing myself to, like, write down in my schedule, like, use this time for something other than studying. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things I have to, like, force myself to do it. Otherwise, I'm just going to, like, allot every bit of free time I have to just, like, making sure I know what I'm doing for school. Right. Yeah. But I think there's, like, also a lot of, like, awesome people in our program who would have better answers than me. <laughs> no, this. Yeah, that's a good answer. This like, like you're planning time for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a very busy schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's your own experience. Like no one's experience is better than the other. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess. And she's saying you're amazing. So yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Jen is also very amazing. She's done. She's doing a lot of, a lot of things. Also, she works out and has a lot of gains. Shout out to Jen. Shout out to Jen. Does she ever heard anything bad about Chloe? Like I've never. Never. Apart from board games and how <laughs> mischievous and <laughs> all that, no, not at all. Oh man, yo, well, yo, everybody that's listening, you made it this far. You're a ride or die. Love you. You should play board games with us. Yes. What's our word for today? How oh, cool you come up with the word? Oh, yeah. I need to come up with a word. Hmm. <laughs> okay. The word's gonna be unprecedented. <laughs> Oh my god. If you can spell that word. L S T E R. Yes. Alright, if you made it this far, DM us at shoot the ship on Instagram with the word unprecedented. Yes. Yo, know, it's actually funny when we forget the word. Yeah. <laughs> people like, oh, <laughs> so people that's just like, yeah. like, meta. <laughs> like oh, Caleb one time said the monkey. Monkey yeah. was the word, right? I thought Caleb. he was just lonely. <laughs> like you yeah, have to go like, on Zoom or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what does monkey have to do with anything? Like, what is, I thought it's just like a monkey emoji. I was like, oh, I thought he's just trying to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Caleb. Bro. Is this being aired? Oh, man. Uh, but yeah. Are Don't you going to play the, the outro we agreed on? The, uh, wait, 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 wait. So repeat repeat this, like that word you just said. Outro. <laughs> Say that one more what? time. <laughs> <laughs> what? Outro? Outro. Outro. I heard. I heard. I heard. Outro. Yeah, she says outro. Isn't that how it's spelled? Oh, it's exactly how it's spelled. <laughs> outro. Is it outro? Yeah. Outro. I don't know why that just sounds weird to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> outro. It's like pizza. Outro? Like it's spelled like pizza, but but we say pizza. Okay, what's another word that sounds like? I just never like? connected in my head that it would be pronounced like that. Hold up. Like, what do you pronounce? Oh, intro. Yeah. Intro, like, that makes sense. What? Because, like, I think, because I think, I look at the word outro, and then I automatically group O-U-T together as out, and, like, row is, it's, like, a separate thing, so I just say them separately. Outro. Oh. Outro, yeah. It's like, you know how, like... I don't know. I'm not going to say, well, I don't know who, but like someone submitted that confession about like not knowing how to say renal 
corpuscle. Cor- <laughs> oh, no. no, you don't want to say it. <laughs> but yeah, Corpsicle. like, like oh man, <laughs> online online MD Prom is gonna like embarrass us when we're. <laughs> How do you say it? Is it corpuscle or corpuscle or? or? I say corpuscle. I think it's corpuscle. Really? I say corpuscle. Okay, I don't know. One word that I have trouble is ethereal. I always say ethereal. Ethereal. I say ethereal. Every now and every now and then I'll say say abdomen, like because I'm thinking abdominal. Yeah, you do. It's like when I'm reading really fast, I'll be abdomen. I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) Justice says some words really funny sometimes too. Yeah. Here, shout out to Justice. Hello, hello. Ethereal. 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 I say ethereal. Honestly, all these pronunciation like mistakes or uh, weird things I always do in my speech always seem to come out when I'm like talking to a patient or an SP. They all come out at once. Ooh, do you have a story there? Oh no! I mean, I don't like remember like specific incidents, but I always know like whenever I'm starting out talking to like a patient or an SP or like something very important always a train wreck at the beginning and i always like seem to have to say like the string of words that i'm always the worst at saying <laughs> uh, train wreck or shipwreck shipwreck and speaking of shipwrecks i think i think we're gonna have to start rolling something in the background yes because we're reaching about an hour 40 in and speaking of shipwrecks do you hear this do you hear this there we go. So everybody, <laughs> thank you for making it this far on Shoot the Ship podcast. <laughs> Remember to follow us at Shoot the Ship on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, thank you very much to Chloe Lau for gracing us with her presence. And thank you for inviting me. Yeah, and talking to us about your lipstick <laughs> and your Quidditch and board games and everything else that we talked about yeah yeah yeah, with that this ship has sailed and your captains they're off so everybody let's say goodbye bye jack very random ending there's no room on the door for you (laughs) now let's roll the outro End abruptly there. I'll just, <laughs> just get into it. I also can't hear you. What was that, Eddie? It just yeah, suddenly ended. Oh, there we go. <laughs> hey, everybody, thanks for listening to Shoot the Ship podcast with Chloe. That was an abrupt ending to an abrupt ending. Hope you all enjoy. I, I smiled, but I realized like they can't see my smile. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are we supposed to say? <laughs>